Thank you for tuning in to the Grace for Purpose podcast, where we are connecting you with the resources and motivation you need to fulfill and protect your purpose. All right. Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in for another episode of Grace for Purpose podcast. I have with me tonight, Miss Tiffany Smith. We're going to talk about her new book. We're going to talk about her journey as a writer and some other things. Tiffany, go ahead and introduce yourself to the listeners. Okay, so uh, my name is Tiffany Smith. I am a, a new author. I've just published my first book July, actually July 21st of 2021. So it's only been a few months. Um, however, I am an educator by day. I teach middle school, um, pre-algebra, algebra one. And um, I, I, I do have an LLC and a, a nonprofit, which I don't have time to even get started. But I do <laughs> I'm a mom and I just, I've been married a year. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So let's talk a little bit about your new book. Um, congrats okay. for writing that. So what was the inspiration that led you to writing your book? Tell us the title. Okay. So the title of the book is called Second Wind, Spiritual Respiration, I Can Breathe Again. So it's funny, Mm -hmm. um, what inspired me to write the book? God inspires me all the time. That's always my first inspiration. But what really put some fire under me was um, I had a stroke. So 2019, I had two two, um, strokes and... um, after recovering from that, that was really a fire that kind of lit. That I was like, I need to write. I need to write about okay. how God is. So, yep. Okay. Wow. Well, I'm glad that you were able to recover from that and then tell your story about that as well. So, what challenges outside of definitely having a stroke? Um, what challenges have you faced in life, and then how did you overcome those challenges? So it's funny because the stroke actually was kind of the the even though it was a bad and God always made pull something, God has something bad. So it was a, it was an opportunity for me to really kind of look back over my entire life and just kind of see how God had his hand on me the entire time. So I wasn't seeing, like I said, I've been married a year, but I, my daughter is 18. So I've okay. been 18 years. Um, so being a single mom, I changed careers kind of in the middle. I was actually about to go to law school and I changed careers and went to teach and so um, it's a few things that have happened that have reminded me just how faithful God is. So all those challenges kind of, so the stroke was kind of like the final kind sure. of kind of look back and be like, God, God's really had his hand on me like forever. <laughs> Definitely. Well, let me first say, you do not look like you have an 18 year old. Thank you. You know, it's funny. That's, I'm glad that's funny. You said that. I'm in, I'm in a doctoral program right now. And um, one of the, my partner that I work with, she's Chinese. She's from okay. China. And we're, we're so virtual and um we we got on zoom to meet again and she was like hey, you told me you had a daughter i'm like yeah she's 18 and she's like she's 18 you know right like, that's what my face did like wait what <laughs> i was First, really happy about that because i can hide my gray hair still so nobody goes okay so listen the i won't say that on the on our podcast but <laughs> <laughs> it's a saying when they say black don't crack i have to say it Listen. i'm with you <laughs> yes so yeah i'm, yeah, I'm appreciate that comment <laughs> definitely so you did mention that you're an educator so how how does that like how did that help with your writing and then your publishing you know what's so funny it really did it and i'm okay it it helped in a way that it was a, it was a, it's a part of my story 
Because um, I'm one of those people, like, so I was actually about to go to law school. I was about to go to Widener um, in Delaware. Summer starts summer. I worked at the prosecutor's office. So I've always wanted to be a lawyer. It's always been my thing. And then God was like, literally like, stop me dead in my tracks. I'm like, no. Okay. So, so I went over to teach because I was trying to figure out, I'm on the wrong side of this. I'm on the punishment side where the kids have already got in trouble. Let me get Okay. So I said, I'm going to teach. And so it's funny because I actually teach algebra. So I don't do anything grammatic. Okay. <laughs> so when I actually wrote my book, it was funny because I gave the book initially to some actual English and reading teachers. And they were like, oh, this is a great story. Like your grammar is horrible. <laughs> so it's really, it really okay. <laughs> help as far as grammar, but it was help because it was a part of my story. Okay. Yeah. And then you have those educator friends that were able yes. to help you with some of the editing. Absolutely. It's so you say Widener. Widener is in Chester, PA. Yes, it's two That's- campuses, one in PA and one in Wilmington. Yep. Okay, because there the Widener in Chester is literally two minutes from my mom and dad's house. When you said really? that, I was like, Widener. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. See, yes, we realize most of the time. Don't even know it. <laughs> so you did mention that your relationship with God is something that inspires you. So what impact has your faith in God had on your life and being able to walk in your purpose? So, so my dad, I, I have a mom and dad of true faith. Like I'm not, my dad is a pastor. Um, okay. And so actually growing up in my book, I will talk about it. I was actually, off, I was really not good. I was off the hook in high school. I always got in trouble. Um, so it's so funny because, but you know, sometimes people talk about, oh, your mom or dad beat the Bible, but my dad and mom really lived the life they expect. Mm-hmm. So I, biggest testimony is always your life. And so their life kind of spoke for me. So that was always in me, regardless of how far I tried to stray. And so when I got a little, when I became a mom, it okay. really, that I, you know, I, was, I can't live a life without God. It just wasn't going to happen. And so my faith kind of grew from being a mom, stronger, stronger from being a single mom. Okay, definitely. And you did mention being a single mom. So how has that impacted your life, your daughter's life as well, and being able to like share this story? It's funny because my daughter had no clue I was that bad in high school. So she read my book. (laughs) You're out of control. You don't let me do anything, you know, because, you know, you learn from what you do to make sure. So, you know, she lives at home with a mom who's kind of I'm I I'm a true believer. I don't even say like a Christian. You know, I am a Christian, but I, I'm a believer. Like I I I have a true relationship with God, and I'm mm-hmm. always on her about just about everything. And I'm an educator, so she like has like two sides of the She's like over right. But it's it's good because I've been I'm a I'm when you're a single mom, I think there's usually two. You're either a mom who's very nurturing or your mom who's a disciplinarian. And I'm kind of a disciplinarian. I'm a little more hardcore. So um. It, it panned out good because she actually has a, a verbal commit for division one. She has a hundred percent GPA for, and this is her last year. In oh, high it panned out right. It, now we've been through <laughs> our shows, but I think you appreciate life more when you know you've kind of been through something. So. Definitely. Well, kudos to you definitely yeah. for being able to take, you know, being a single mother, I'm sure wasn't something that was easy. Now, how, were your parents very helpful with that? You know, my mom was a lifesaver. I don't what I wouldn't be able to make it through that period of my life with my mom. Um, but my mom and dad, again, they didn't condone that. They were kind of like, "This is your your thing. You know, this is your decision. We don't." Sure. You know, married, they were married before, you know. So they were like, "We don't," you know. But they were absolutely supportive. Um, but not enabling. You know what I mean? Kind of like, uh, you're gonna be accountable. So sure, it's so crazy because I can relate to your story a lot. 
And I just want to point that out. So my mom and dad, they're both ministers as well in Pennsylvania okay. right now. Okay. And I have my son right out of high school. Um, okay. <laughs> I had him when I was 18. And it was like one of those things where they were, of course, they were hurt. They were upset when right. I didn't out. But Absolutely. when I tell you that little boy is so spoiled now, <laughs> he's 13. Oh, yeah. but... The parents that raised us aren't the grandparents. Because I look at it, I'm like, well, who are y'all? <laughs> y'all definitely definitely and then just that your parents holding you making you be accountable because you do have a generation of single parents where the grandmamas are taking care of absolutely you know what I mean so you get to see the difference when your parents make you be accountable and I appreciate that so I just like me too we just have that in common and I just wanted to point that out so I definitely commend you for that so as far as your writing goes, what's your vision for that? Do you see yourself writing more books? It's funny because, so I started this book. Um, I had this stroke in 2019. I started the book of March, March 1st of 2021. Okay. I book May 29th of 2021. It was the, okay. ever, like I've never, never written a book, never. Mm-hmm. One of those things that got, I knew it was God because it was a burning story. And I literally right. wasn't writing it just kind of flowed it was crazy mm-hmm. so I told myself I was going to um write the one book and I was going to be done and okay. my mom oh especially after my husband had paid for the editing I was, I was like oh God. <laughs> this so then just like last like maybe like a few weeks ago I said I'm going to write a second and third book he was like I knew it was coming he knew it because <laughs> I'm like I'm gonna write a book I'm gonna I've got two more books probably actually four more books but two more books popped up initially. I'm, I've actually been, it's, it's, it's called Nano Rhino. I don't know. It's okay. Like, yes. It's the writing November month, month mm-hmm. when you write. Yeah. So I've been <laughs> trying to start writing this. Month. Okay. Well, that's yeah. awesome. So you got bit by that writing bug. Definitely. And is that something that you ever saw yourself doing when you were younger? Oh, okay. It's so crazy. No, I was going to be a lawyer and have no kids and, and make all this money and not, you know, it, life, it's funny because you look back and like the life, God was like, no, nah, that's not your life. That's what you think you're going to do. But so now mm-hmm. I'm an educator and then mm-hmm. I'm, I'm writing. I'm a math teacher and I'm writing. So, you know, it's, <laughs> it's crazy. The things that we kind of see for ourselves are totally different than the plan that God has for absolutely, us. <laughs> absolutely. And you, and his plan's always better. His plan's always better. Always better. And you start to appreciate <laughs> it. I don't think that when I was younger, I could appreciate it. I'm sure you can relate. I didn't appreciate it. I knew, you know, just from the background that I have, I knew there was more that God had for me. Absolutely. But I didn't appreciate it then, but I get it now. I know what you mean, sis. I definitely get it now. So tell us, how can listeners purchase your book? So you can purchase my book on Amazon, um, on Barnes & Noble, and Ingram Spark. Okay. Okay. So all those platforms, I'll make sure that we leave that as well. So I know in your book, you do mention, you talk about your stroke. How did that impact your life? Um, you know, it's funny because it really, um, it's different to have, so I was 38 when I had the stroke. And so okay. they were kind of like, um, it was crazy because when I got, when I got to the hospital, they had no clue. Like mm-hmm. they, they didn't know. I initially, I was in the middle of a grocery store and I fell out oh, and wow. I didn't, I, and it's funny because they have all these things about when you have a stroke, like, but none of that happened. I literally felt sick and kind of fell out. And they really, um, I had two major 
strokes in the back of my head. And so when they finally figured out, they were like, you lost blood flow for a certain amount of time in the back of your head. Mm-hmm. I wait for me to get up. Once they figured out, they were waiting for me to get up and grog- and I was groggy and morphine. And, sure. and I had OT, I had OT, I had therapy, I had speech therapy. I could barely talk, right? Okay. barely um, walk. And it, here it is later and I have absolutely no residue. You know, amazing. Really, um, when I was late, it's not until they always call it White Sheet Valley. Like when you're, in, you know, when you're in the hospital, you don't know. But I was literally in the hospital, and it was at that moment that really God started really speaking. Right. That's you awesome. Know, when you're physically healed, it's different. But it's something when you physically healed, you still have your mental and your spiritual. Sure. I was, I was physically getting better because I was young in age. They're like, you, you know, you'll bounce back. But it was the mental part because it was like God allowed this. Why? That was what I had to right. So okay. my faith, it really grew my faith. It showed me how faithful God really is. Definitely. Because I think that sometimes the counter to that is why did God let this happen? Absolutely. <laughs> In anger. Absolutely. Like, so it, you were able to say God allowed this to happen. And then you were able to see how it helped your faith to increase. And you said, this is 2021. You put out a book this year. You had to go through therapy. You had to learn how to write again. You had to learn how to speak again. You're still teaching, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. A miracle. Definitely. It is. It is. It, and you know, it's funny. I walked in the, when I walked into a neurologist, the first neurology appointment, they looked at me like I was crazy. And I really, mm. like, and they were like, you walked here. It was like maybe a month or so. It was like maybe six weeks after I had my group. I was already kind of walking. I was fine. Okay. You walked in here. I'm like thinking, yeah, but they're like, we looked at your cat scan and we just don't understand, you know, we don't get it. That's awesome. Awesome. So what advice could you give to a single mom who has been in your shoes before? So it's funny because today we were, at, I was actually having this conversation with, with some other people and it's so funny. Um, sometimes I'm so, I don't want to say so far removed because of my daughter's father and I get along well, my husband, we all cope. It's, it's a great situation. It hasn't always been like that as far as me and him, but um, okay. I, it's funny because today's, um, I call them winds of wisdom. Every Wednesday, I try to do a wind of wisdom because of my book. And so um, I tell people, don't participate in dysfunction. That was my biggest yes. in dysfunction, you know. <laughs> You only, it's only um, a situation if you participate in it. Because if you don't participate in it, it's not a situation. Listen, definitely. One thing that I like to say is if you stop buying tickets to the circus, (laughs) you put the clowns out of business, right? Exactly. So I love that. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. What advice would you give to someone who wants to write a book, never thought that they had it in them to write a book. <laughs> so um, I would absolutely tell them just start writing. I knew absolutely nothing about the process. And, and you know, I'm still learning certain things, but I knew absolutely nothing about the process. Um, I did research on my own. I did reading on my own, but I just started writing. Once I, once, once I finished writing, I then was like, okay, what's next? But, and I had some, like my, I had a great editor, a great proofreader, a great um, type. I had great people. So okay, I, for, most of them were Christian based. So that helped too. They knew what I wanted. And so having sure. that type of people guide you, you don't have to pay every second. They're like, hey, do this, do this. That was a big help. But I would say just do it. The problem is we're always waiting for the right time and it's never going to be the right time. Definitely. I love that. Awesome. So, and definitely, like you said, 
you knew people who were Christians who believed like you yes. as well. So they were able to see the message that you wanted to portray here, hear your voice and help you with that. So are there any upcoming projects that you want listeners to know about? So um, I, like I said, I, I've got like two or right, four more books in my mind, but I do want to write a book about education. Um, okay. Um, uh, I, I've got a, a few titles. I haven't really but one's going to be about education and one is going to be about um being able to survive as a single mom and those are two things okay. that it's it, we all need like some part of healing all of us are broken or have been broken for some reason definitely process really can't start until you make a decision you know we want to be spiritual time and we're supposed to be spiritual, we're spiritual beings but there are some natural things we have to do to, to kind of get there you know awesome so how can listeners follow you on social media keep up with you for these new projects that you'll have coming down the line so i on social media as um author t and smith um but i'm not i'm trying to get off social media because i have a website so my website and blog is um www.toughtalkwithtiffany.com okay Tough you talk. there, everything else. Tough talk, yeah. Because I usually want to talk about things that people don't want to talk about. You know, the yes. things that people don't want to talk about. <laughs> well, I'm definitely going to have to check that out. So, Tiffany, I really appreciate you being here. I love this conversation that we had tonight. I wish that we could keep going. I'm sure that we have a lot of things that we have in common that we could talk about. I might have to get you back on for another podcast episode. So, are there any final thoughts or words of encouragement that you can leave listeners with tonight? Um, I just, first, I want to thank you. I absolutely appreciate the opportunity because this is my first podcast. So I do appreciate that. Appreciate that. But, um, just that God is faithful. So even in my book, I talk about my situations and my trials and tribulations and how I overcame, but the ultimate message is about God. You can't offer anybody anything of you because who are you, you know, who are right? I'm always going to give them God. Definitely. Well, I love that. And Tiffany, I really appreciate you joining us tonight. Once again, I have the book. So you guys make sure you go out and get it to support. <laughs> go yes. on her website, check out her blog, um, leave her a review on her book on Amazon and then the other yes. platforms. Yes. And we appreciate you joining us tonight. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast, turn on your notifications and leave us a review. Take care.